You so went back with 150k. 150k. In so two for years. Like, in two years. I used to tell her, yeah, I'm going to go visit a mate, I'm going to go for lunch or whatever it is. But on a Sunday, like, that's a sacrifice you have to make. It's an instant gratification. Yes. And I think we have a lot of the kids. Yeah. You, you know, they're, they're misinterpreted that it's hard work. Salam alaikum, everyone, and welcome to another Safi Broth podcast. We have an amazing brother here with us today, Nazi Abuchi, the billboard boy from Coburg, <laughs> corner of Sydney Road, <laughs> and Moreland Road, the billboard man. Has been there. How long have you been there for, Santa Fafa? What's that, the, bo- the board itself? <laughs> uh, it's been up there now for about three years. Oh, Nazi Abuchi from Ray White Real Estate. Welcome on board. Ray White Coburg. Right? Coburg. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, Javi. Thank you very much. Welcome on board. Thank you very much. CEO, director, president, all the above. Footy coach. (laughs) Nah, thanks thanks for having me, boys. Uh, It's been an honor. So, um, welcome welcome on board. And uh, we would love to hear your story. Thanks, Javi. You know, your success is our success, undoubtedly. We go very, very, very way back to the old days. uh, And I think I should start the podcast uh, maybe with a story. Maybe a little image. Can we bring up an image, please? <laughs> there he is. There he is. When he was on his pea plates, parked next to me at St Kilda Beach or Elwood Beach. It was Elwood Beach. Elwood Beach. And me sitting, standing in front of my car. You're always, he, always tall, man. Yeah, I've always was. been a lanky, yeah, skinny, lanky guy. There you go. Um, full head of hair. We, we both <laughs> like we, <laughs> we both like bright colours. Yes, and we have to always go back that I beat you in the race when we were young those days. Did it, very questionable <laughs> that one. <laughs> so but Palmer, the, you know, I testified to the Fast and Furious being so successful because of our generation. They took it. <laughs> they took it. That's that, seriously. That's that, see, that, that's where well, they got the inspiration that from. That was fifteen years after our generation. That, that yeah, did the first yeah, movie. So the the colourful skittle colours, the, colorful colors colors years, and, the WRXs, the European cars, and the uh, V8s. So we, we go back. Very, very yes, far, we do, yeah. yes. And you guys have been amazing. Great role models for me, Walla, <laughs> which, uh, which you probably don't know and realise. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to share that later on as well. Uh, Nazi, take us. Take us from, from those days when you were a young chap, you know, with your first car yeah. growing up in Coburg. Yeah, so obviously um, born and raised in Coburg. Actually, it was actually Carlton at the start. So it was yes. the Red Flats in Carlton. Oh, Allah. Commission home, parents sort of. You were born in Australia, but most Yeah, I was born in Australia. Um, How many in the family? Uh, there's five of us. Inshallah. So there's, I'm in the middle. So there's my brother Muhammad, uh, Zena, myself, and there's Zen, uh, Zubayda and Zainab. So I'm in the middle Inshallah. there. So the, the said, middle child huh? syndromes. <laughs> so, um, but as I said, yeah, parents come from you know, Civil War, 77. Um, they came out here um, and went to Carlton, and um, that's where yeah life started over there. So we're in the Red Flats. I don't know if you remember corner of Johnson yes, and Elgin yes. Street there. 100%. So it was a very humble beginning, um, and basically you know, after ten, I think it was nineteen ninety, uh, we made our way into Coburg. Uh, my dad was uh, very heavily involved in the Lebanese community. He was, yes. so he was. Um, you know doing weddings, yeah, and the, especially with his camera. He was, he was probably, he was probably the first. He was, he was the first. He was the first, yeah. the first guy to do videography. Yes, yeah, so Bush is. Um, uh, Bush is. made a real name for himself. Inshallah, yes. he did. So, Allah, he was. Um, but as I said, yeah, hard until working. Ruben man. came along and still yes. sold half his business. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put that out there, Ruben. We still after you, mate. <laughs> Ruben's my neighbour. Alhamdulillah, how things work out. He's your neighbour. Yes, we might have to egg him for that one. Just. Oh, gonna, we, we gave each other up. Yeah, <laughs> it's meant to be a secret. <laughs> so um, yeah, so alhamdulillah, like I said, yeah, they they came you know, from Lebanon. Um, yeah, moved to Carlton. Nineteen ninety, moved over to Coburg. I think a lot of his, a lot of his clients were sort of from Coburg, Brunswick. Yeah, it's where um, the majority of the majority of them there around, as yeah. well. So um, doing weddings, photography, you know, baptisms, birthdays, wow. all that sort of stuff, and. Um, and yeah, as I said, yeah, wanted me to always. I've always seen my dad work hard, mashallah. You know, and so he's been he's been a, a great role model for me in working hard. Um, and again, it's an inspiration the way the way they had to leave a country and come to a country which they knew nothing about. Um, whether it, you know, and, and bring my mum along as well, uh, and to start a family here is, is inspirational in itself. You know it's what I mean? Yeah. And when you look at inspirational 100%. stories, I look at him and look at it, you know most of the, the Lebanese families is that. To do what they did here, 
and create something for us, 100%. or at least a base for us, is, amazing. is amazing. Amazing, amazing. So they left everything behind. They left everything yeah. behind and came in with nothing. And yeah, they literally built from nothing scratch. at all. Built from scratch. Yeah, yeah. Um, built a foundation for us, and alhamdulillah, that's something that we really take for granted. I yeah. think. Um, but we're, really, when you put in the scheme of things, like if I was to ask you, Bo, you know, let's go move over to France, you're Manel, <laughs> you know, go start, you know, you can't speak the language, you haven't got a job there, but, you know, create something for yourself. Yeah. It's, it's almost impossible. Impossible. So, Subhanallah, Dad, uh, because my auntie was the first to get married in Australia. So mm-hmm. there was no civil war when we first came, but my auntie got married to an Aussie. And she said to my parents, and my dad at that time, Dad was very successful in his own right in Lebanon, and she said to him, when he boarded her on the plane, I'm bringing his all to Australia. So she said to him, yeah. And at that time, my dad was, who's stupid enough to go further than China? Because <laughs> Australia, <laughs> do you know, China is the end of the world. The end of the world, China's the end of the world. So who would want to go further than China, Australia? On an island. On an island, do you know what I'm trying to say? And my dad looked at it like, you're crazy. And lo and behold, we ended up here because of my auntie being here. Yeah, she was the first. She one. was the first one to sponsor the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And amazing. her brothers. Yeah. So just to show you that, you know, no one at that time would have left Lebanon if no. it wasn't for these uh, things that happened. And mm. Subhanallah. It was, it was it was a paradise. Yeah, it was some of the pictures that my parents showed us. It was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Lebanon probably amazing. changed now, but yeah. back in the seventies, little Paris they used to call it. Yeah. So that's right. Um, so as I said, yeah, I drew a lot of inspiration from, from that as well. So. Um, and I guess at the end of the day, yeah, when started in Coburg, um, you know, went to school in Coburg, played footy in Coburg. So Coburg I was, High? I was literally, yeah, Coburg High and Coburg High. East Primary. Wow. Well, apparently all those schools have closed down. I don't know how it looked, don't <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't We'll point. blame you for that. <laughs> the, the, the quality wasn't coming out. So, um, yeah, so Coburg East Primary, Coburg High, played at Coburg Amateurs. So I was, I was a Coburg through and through, you know what I mean? So oh. if I was going to be if I wanted to, you know, create a family and, and, and obviously be around. I wanted to work in Coburg. You know, my family were in Coburg. My friends and family were all in Coburg. So right. it was just best for me to just, yeah, stay in Coburg and, and really oh, create something for myself. So oh, at, at what age did you want more for yourself? When was the, when was the light bulb moment that you wanted to even get into real estate or what, take us for your journey of, of mm. careers? What was the first job you ever did? So the- first job, so obviously finished school. So alhamdulillah, finished year 12. Oh, you did good. finish year 12? <laughs> yeah. It's not uh, like half of a Coburg guy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said it was a struggle, but we got there. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So, alhamdulillah. Did you want to go to uni? Did you ever? No, no, I never wanted to go to uni. No, oh, no. Okay. So well, academically, wasn't the best. Um, obviously, um, yeah, I didn't want to trade either. I didn't want to do carpentry or anything like that. So probably just wanted to a, a clean job you know, behind the desk. Okay. Um, so I started at Telstra. Yeah, you know, so I started wow. at Telstra over in South Yarra. Yeah, you know, that was in two thousand. So my first job, I think it was, I think it was, um, yeah, it was, it was the first job. It was a call center, okay. um, mobile phones, and I think if you remember when uh, the one um, used to be Telstra, but then yeah, someone went right. down. Uh, I think it was a, a telecommunication company that went down. Uh, it was was a three, 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 three. Yes, yeah, three, three went down yes, as well. Yes, so yes, yes. it was a good opportunity at that time as well. So. I was there for four years doing account management. Oh, wow. Four um, years. Four years, yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, stuff this, man. I can do better than this, you know what I mean? Cool. And then I looked at, you know, as I said, you know, I seen a couple of friends that, you know, they'd opened up businesses and my dad had a business. Let's go open up a business. So I had a restaurant in Clifton Hill. I remember that. So um, had a tapas and wine bar, <laughs> which, um, which looking back now, it's, it's, there's a reason why I probably didn't uh, – it didn't succeed. Uh, you know, How long did you have that for? It was two years. I remember that. So um, two years. Um, you went said, into the hospitality game with no experience. No idea at all. And it, uh, in all honesty, and, uh, and this is where I hand it to you guys, is hospitality would be the hardest gig so far in my life <laughs> to try and get a good you know, hospitality to, to make it successful. Um, you really need to know what you're doing. And unfortunately, as I said, for me, it was my first, financial loss why as well. Hospitality? Why hospitality? I just wanted to open up a business. Okay. You know what I mean? And I think at that time everyone had cafes. Yeah, it's and, the easiest thing. A lot of people say it's the easiest yeah. thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and not that I, and the only reason why I could afford to own a cafe was because I'd already bought a property when I first started my job back in oh. 2000. Oh, wow. I think I bought a property in Glenroy for 180000 
Who, bothered. Who, who pushed you to have that financial? My parents. My parents always wanted to sort of yeah, always okay. a drive. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. We want you to buy at, a home. At that, age, at that age, like a lot of our families didn't really have the financial capacity or Literacy, knowledge yeah. to really have the four. Future forefront. No, they're very okay, business minded. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Or you know, you know, lock your son in something, or push him, push him to a direction where yeah. he's now forced to earn an income to to, to pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have responsibilities. responsibilities yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, it's just for them. My dad, my mum. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, we've seen a house in Glenroy. Yeah, we like it. We should go check it out. So checked it out. As I said, bought it. Bought it, hundred eighty thousand back in Glenroy. I would have bought ten of them if I knew, <laughs> if I knew that they were worth yeah. what they were. You worth could have in hindsight, no. <laughs> but um, but I think it, as I said, yeah, you know, I didn't have money to buy the business, so I literally leveraged. I got the equity out of the property. Wow. Um, I think it was um, yeah from two thousand two thousand four. By the time I had bought the business and by the time I had sold the business, I bought the house for one hundred eighty. Okay, my loan, my home loan was three hundred thirty thousand. Wow, doubled. So I took out money on on the house, <laughs> thinking I'm going to be a business owner. I've got my own restaurant now. Mm. You know, I'm going to take on the world. And um, <laughs> as I said, it was probably my yeah my first financial loss and my biggest financial loss and and my last financial loss as well. Because um, wow. again, that really taught me a big lesson: is that don't get into things if you really don't know. You know, it's you know do as much homework as, as possible. Um, you know, try and have the right team on board as well. And and again, like I said it was, it was just a, um, a young young decision um, or I guess a stupid decision. It's okay. Um, but I guess at the end of you learn from it. Yeah, you know? they paved they paved the way. Yeah. They so did. and it makes you you know who you are today and things yeah, like that. So sold the business. Um, so you did three years of that. So I did two years of that. Two years. Okay. So Th- take us take us through that. Take us like I'd love to hear what went through. Like yeah, two years. Although we'll open from sort of five o'clock to ten o'clock at night, you know, the, you, you had to get up at you know ten o'clock in the morning you know, making sure all the veggies are making prep. sure prep for the you know the chef need to prep, to prep there as well, um, making sure that we had everything in stock and all that sort of stuff. So, and then once you close up, you get to clean up and things like that. So, effectively, although it was a five hour window of operation, really there was three hour four three to four hours before we opened up, and then sort of three hours after, after you finished. So, um, here I am thinking, you know, I'm a business owner and all that, but I wasn't making any money or anything like that at all. But it just it was cool to own a business at that time. I, I thought anyway. So I wanted to retire. You know what I mean. So, um, but as I said, uh, we w- we went backwards. But as I said, you you, you learn a lot from that. You know what I mean. You yeah, but like, so, so take us to the hardship sort of situation. When did you find out? Like this is it. Oh look, like I've done it, it. Oh my god, no, I need to get out of here. I've That's... done it. Um, you know, there was times on a Friday night. You know, I'm standing there. There's no one coming through. You know, and, and it's raining, and I'm just looking out. Um, you know, partners hugging each other and walking down the street. And I'm just waiting for, you know, my customer to walk in, and Love, it's hard, man. It's it's it, it, it's heartbreaking. You know, what I mean, so, um, and then I had my chef at the back. As I said, there was times where we were that quiet, where me and the chef would just have you know, chats. And I remember, you know, this is basically how we came about real estate. Where I had this guy named Sam Alexiatis, and he goes, "Mate, what what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, we're, we're two years into the business, and you're, you're clearly not making any money, and." And he goes, and I said to him, I don't like, you know, what do you suggest I do? Oh, I was lost. You know, I, mean, I, was, I was really lost. I had lost you know, all the money that I got equity from from the property and I wasn't making any money. I couldn't go back to Telstra either. And um, and he suggested, well, you know, what's your ideal? You know, how, how do you see yourself? How does Nazi retire? And I said, I don't know, just uh, what do you suggest? And he goes, mate, commercial real estate is is what you want to do. And I said, boom. Well, <laughs> and that was a light bulb moment at that wow. time. You know what I mean? And and he said to me, he goes, I go, what do you mean? He goes, mate, see, the, the, the property that you're in now, you're paying rent, yeah? I go, yeah. He goes, who do you reckon collecting the rent? I go, some landlord. He <laughs> goes, yeah, imagine you being that landlord. Oh, wow. And then I said, yeah, actually. It's, but he goes, how about if you own the whole strip? <laughs> wow. Some... And so um, I go, okay, yeah. So he's obviously older and. Yeah, he was a bit, he was a bit older than me. He was in the finance brokering. Um, so. And at that point, I just said, "Yeah, great. Look, Taylor, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to sell the business." And luckily enough, I sold the business for what I paid for it. But the go- ongoing cost over a two year period was one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! So each day I kept that open it was costing me money. Mm. So you could just imagine how much. So you so went back was one hundred fifty k. One hundred fifty k. So two from years. A, in two years. Wow. So as I said, plus what you paid. 
plus, but yeah, but they got the money back anyway. So for the fit out, pretty much. Yeah. So I said, no, this is this is what I'm gonna. This is my plan. I'm, I'm um, once it sells, so hundred it sold. Um, I'm going overseas. I'm going to Europe for three months. I want to travel the world before I settle down. How old were you then? I was uh, two thousand and six, so I was twenty six. Wow. Um, so um, went to went so to it just Europe. Sh- just shows you at twenty six, you still really don't know what your calling is. Mm, really, hundred percent. Yeah. Looking back yeah. now, I think I always say, yeah, in your twenties, you got to try everything. Try everything. You're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to win. But just make sure you take, yeah, you take, you, you remember the lessons. Yeah. Um, you can also go back to losing you know, elections and stuff like that. Yes, we, we did elections, <laughs> but that was my dad's fault as well. You want me to be some sort of politician? Was that at that same time, twenty six? No, that was before that. That, that was, was before. That, yeah, I was younger, that was, yeah, yeah, about twenty. That was early twenties. Yeah, early twenties. Yeah, yeah, my dad wanted me to be a politician. I had no, no idea about politics, but it's just amazing how how much influence your your parents have on you to make a decision. And when they guide you and all that, and I think there's times where they can be a bit selfish because it's what they wanted, mm. you know what I mean, and how they wanted to be perceived in, in the public and all you that. You ran you ran for – I was an independent. I, I was giving flyers for you. I said I'm going to be paid for that, yeah. I'm not, I'm not happy <laughs> I remember about that. in Coburg walking, walking around with our flyers. We did out of love. walking around with our flyers. Were you there? Yeah, I was there. Me and Ahmed were there. Out of love. I remember because – I'm repaying you with his podcast. Who gave me a duty that time? was Because what's his name was the mayor? Um it was um, Tony Hulu. Tony, Tony, Hulu. Hulu. Tony yes, Hulu gave yes. me a dirty. I remember, and we were young, we were yeah. under 20, 22, 20. Yeah, we were giving flyers, and Tony Tony came in and was giving us dirties like you're supporting that. I think I got, I think I got, honestly, I think I got about probably 80 votes. 80 votes. That's, uh, was that an experience in itself? Like, yeah, 100%. As I said, you know, being, uh, you know, trying to organize people to drop for you and build relationships and friendships. And I called on all my friends like yourselves and family. and. But again, I said I just it wasn't. I didn't have my heart wasn't really in it. I was just only doing just to please my father. You know what I mean? So how many of us? Because at the end of the day, you you want to please your 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 parents. Yes. And um, and um, at the end of the day, as I said, yeah, politics didn't work for me. (laughs) Another one gone. (laughs) So politics done. done. (laughs) Talsha done. (laughs) Business being a business owner, forget it. Um, So I think I tried everything, and then as I said, went to Europe, uh, and I really it was it was a real sort of. I guess reality check for me. It's just like, okay, what do you want to do now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. You know, so take that, us through that because a lot, a lot of people don't understand how much traveling does. Yeah, you, just, your you just get to self reflect, and, you know, and also, you, yeah, the, the the knowledge of uh, going going alone, you know, doing all of Europe. Um, it was just as I said, you get to reflect, you. you get to do really stupid and dumb things like running of the bulls in Pamplona, and um, but you get to look back, and you, as I said, it's an experience. Yes. Um, but as I said, you get to reflect and as I said, you know, commercial, I left Australia to obviously think about, you know, commercial real estate and things like that. So as I said, traveled, came back and I said, no, that's it, real estate. Anyway, so I get on the phone, I'm starting to call these real estate companies, Knight Frank, Jones Lang LaSalle, um, CBRE, sorry, we need experience. Mate, where am I going to get experience from now? I'm 26 years old. Anyway, I literally, I remember I, I I don't think I, it was Yellow Pages. I think <laughs> went through all the commercial real estate. Anyway, two books. <laughs> I kid you, I wrote down about fifteen numbers in grey lead. Okay, fifteen numbers just to call. Got onto my last one, Love Commercial in Reservoir. So, oh, Called up. Yes, how are you, mate? Yeah, look, um, I'm looking for a job. He goes, oh, you got experience? I said, no, not really, but I'm willing to work for free. All right, cool. When can you come in for an interview? Wow. He goes, uh, I said, mate, willing to work for free. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming today. Um, he goes, yeah, can you come in at three o'clock? This is about 11 o'clock in the morning. Mind you, I tried 15 people that had already said no. Wow. And you offered them all for free? And What's that? Yeah, you I was, I was, well, I, at, at this point in time, I, uh, by, the, by the seventh one, I realised, mate, you've got <laughs> to give them something. You've got to sweeten the deal, <laughs> eh? <laughs> you know, I, mean, I was a, I was a uh, ex-po- ex-politician or an attempted politician. That didn't work out. So I had nothing really to sell them. You know what I mean? So You've, You've put all your cards down, haven't you? Like, I had nothing. <laughs> And then the last thing I could do is just, oh, I'm, I'm happy to work for free. I live in Coburg. He goes, yeah, come down. And you know, John Love come, come in and he goes, yeah, mate, tell me about yourself. Told him about myself. He goes, all right, cool. That's your desk over there. He goes, you know where Camberfield is? I said, yep. My uncle and aunties live up there. And um, he goes, all right, mate, you've got to go door knock all of the factories and you can't start list, uh, leasing and selling. I said, okay, you don't want to show. He goes, oh, the other guy will show you, John Calpacus. So John Calpacus Cal- 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 took me under his wing. 
Um, has had a, a commercial real estate for two years. Amazing guy, John. I remember. I remember. Um, and he, he currently works still in commercial real estate. And and he's, he's got his own. Ray, the Ray White Preston, Westbrook. yeah, in commercial. That's from that least Alfax. Yes. So, um, he was a gun. So, yeah, amazing guy. Um, couldn't thank him. You know, couldn't thank him enough. We love footy as well. He was a Collingwood supporter. I was a Hawthorne supporter. So, um, yeah, took me under his wing. Um, but the from 2006, when I came back from overseas, started there. 2008 comes along and GFC hits. Yes, the financial Now, crisis. going back another – But the question is, 2008, he started paying you yet? What's that? He started getting paid Yeah, yet? I started getting paid, <laughs> but then the GFC hit. But before then, I made a decision in 2007 when I was overseas. I wanted to get married as well. So in 2007, I wanted to get married, but I also wanted to get a, uh, have a career as well. So starting in 2007, got married um, to my beautiful wife, Nehideh. Yeah, I remember uh, which, that. I, I copped a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> Used to be able, <laughs> from to give us a good, uh, no, good reference. You wouldn't be where you are today if it wasn't <laughs> for Barhume. Did I say that to you? Barhume or Nehida? You copped a five-star review apparently. Yeah, so my father-in-law apparently called you. Yeah, he did. And he told you. Look. They asked. No, because Manel obviously was very close to your to your. Yeah. To your so, wife, um, so they, they asked. I wanted to know about you. Yeah, so as I said, you know, I had a colourful past, um, <coughs> as, as you do as, as, a, as a young kid. and um, But again, again, like I said, I think I, I knew I wanted to get married. Oh. Whether or not if I was um, married material back then, I don't know. But <laughs> I just wanted to get married. Smart. I really wanted to start a family. I wanted to sort of, as I said, I did what I had to do with businesses and travelling and yeah. trying to be a politician and all that. And um, And as I said, yeah, just... So got into commercial, uh, got married at the time, GFC hits, and I've had my first kid. Wow. So um, so I, I said to my wife, now, what, what do I do? You know, and, and then I had a, a friend of mine that said, why don't you come into residential? It's a bit easier. Mm. But commercial is so hard where we're not, talk, we're not talk, saying being how hard it was is that every landlord could sell their own property. Tenant were trying to buy the property and trying to screw you out of the deal as well. So I was literally door-knocking factories. You know, in winter, door-knocking them, hey, mate, get off my property, I'm only the tenant, go speak to the landlord. And then you had three or four agents as well, their details on the board at the front of their property trying to sell the property. Wow. So how am I, I going to do this? You know what I mean? And it's it hard all, to get to the, to yeah, the it was all open, owner. It was all open authorities. It was hard to get the owner. The owner was trying to screw you out of a commission because he was trying to sell it himself. The buyer rocks up, he sees four boards, which agent do I call? They all wow. play you off each other. Wow. And that was two years of, of grind. Wow. And, and and that's one thing where I think a lot of the young kids don't realise he says that you need a grind. It's a grind. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you want it that hard and that bad, you gotta just do whatever it takes. Yeah. And um hundred percent, man, that grind, man. And it's it's the grind, you know what I mean? And how many just, hours were you pulling? Twelve to sixteen hours. Wow. I never used to see my kids. You know, and like Anita thinks, um, she, she always says she's a um, a real a real estate widow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, and so yeah, as I said, you know, GFC hit, just started, you know, obviously commercial, and that would have been the time. Like, every, I don't know, many people know that, but real estate takes time mm-hmm. to get your name out there, your reputation. So that time 100%. would have been your fruitful time in commercial yeah, real estate. I thought I was about to make it, and then GFC hits and. No one was buying, no one was selling, no one was leasing. So then I had to make a, de- a quick decision. I said, look, I'm getting into residential. And um, and Nehda goes, I'll support you 100%. So switched over to residential, alhamdulillah. So, it would have um, been a big decision. Yeah. Big. And, uh, and again, I said, decisions that you have to make for your families, that the biggest thing for me was there's no plan B. I had to provide for my wife and my kid, Jamila, my first child. Um, so when you've got no plan B, it's it's do or die. That's it. Mm. You know what I mean. So everything else didn't everything else didn't work. So again, but also how supportive, how how, how important is your 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 spouse having your back? Oh, it's amazing. Like I said at the end of the day, do you know what I, mean? I wouldn't be here where I am today without her. And it's amazing because um, none of us none of us, none of us understand how important going home and oh, having 100%. a solid rock behind you saying go for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm behind your back, regardless whether of she the believe outcome. me or not. Yeah, or regardless not. of the outcome, because no. it is, as we all well aware, a lot of times time time. they don't believe in you, but they're there to support. The support. Yeah, like, like, really, oh, you're gonna take that kind of jump? And yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. She's nervous, you yeah, know, because yeah, they're nervous because the fear fear kicks in undoubtedly. Mm. Subhanallah, you know. We, so we, as I said, it was um, it was just more the fact that she yeah she, she was very supportive. Yeah, you know I mean, and um, 
and that's something that I guess um, till this day, you know, I thank her for. Allah and again, it's um, a wife can amir and damir. Yeah, you know what I mean. She can build you, and she can break you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. So, 100%. not to sound like a cat, or <laughs> like a lot of people would say. Um, but again, it's it's just um, as I said, having that sort of support, having that backbone um, for any successful person. Isn't Amen. there a saying that for every successful person, there's a there's more? Yeah, yeah. and for every, every great man, there's a greater one behind. A great one yeah, behind. So, amazing. Yeah. So alhamdulillah. So again, uh, yeah. So I made the jump to residential. Um, Where did you go? Went to Barry Plant, Coburg. So that was straight off the cuff, Barry yeah, Plant. You, from, after oh, GFC, went to residential. Wow. And again, just had, um, had by then, had my, my second kid, Karim. <laughs> but it just, it's amazing how Allah builds it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're nervous. We're thinking, and what, what a career. And I'm sure the more kids I had, the more baraki I had as well. Isn't that yeah. amazing? More people think, comes. oh, I'm not ready yet, or I've got to save up and Amazing. So that's one thing I, I can. I can the the barakah that you get from just having your kids is is amazing. Yeah. I can say the biggest sustenance growth I've ever had in my life is when I had my son. Like yeah, my so. my pay doubled. I remember, amazing. and I said to Abby, I said, "Allahu Akbar, you know, this is his result for yeah. my house. It's, it's, it's his result that he Allah bought for us for him. Yeah, Allah, my pay doubled when I had Isha. We need to we need to grow the ummah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess at the day, as I said, were, were you uh, living in Coburg then? Oh, no, I was living in Glenroy. Oh, Glenroy so was your that, first. That house, that house that I bought. The OG house. Yeah, the OG house. So um, as I said, yeah, so I started at Barry Plant, but when I say Barry Plant, I had to start all over again. A new new database, new area. Well, the area, I knew the area anyway uh, because I was born and bred in Coburg. But majority of your commercial was all done in Camberfield, Thomastown, Epping, okay, well, all the industrial factories. Yeah. So you're pretty much starting ground so up So I had again. to literally start again. So, so Not many people do that, There's a few setbacks. Not many people can start. Ground up again, no. Back, back to the base level. But not only that, it's, it's just easier just to go find another. It's a job. real, it's a real, it's a real pride killer hmm. to start. Hey, I got to go door knocking again, again, literally door knock again. So, it oh, made no. it a little bit easier because again, my dad's name was out there already. Yeah, the experience, yeah, you know, with with his clients and all that. But again, I wish your name was out. Yeah. There. <laughs> so, but I was born and bred in Coburg, so it made it a lot easier. It was a lot easier to sort of build relationships because you knew that you know some of the you know, some of the guys that went to school yes, yes, with. Yes. Um, you know, the footy clubs you were associated with, um, you know, the basketball clubs and things like that. So it did make it a lot, lot easier yes, yes. to build relationships as well. And, you know, we all know it's all about relationships, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so again, build uh, build um, build my career in, in residential and um, and, the, and you had to sacrifice. You had to work hard. Like I, was, I used to lie to my wife telling her, look, I'm going into, I'm going into the office. Um, I used to say, I'm going to go sign, sign someone up. Or I had work, but really I was in the office just practicing, you know, practicing how to do an auction, practicing on my listing presentation. She'd drive past, she'll see my car at the back of the office. Oh, I thought you were going to go see your mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I used to tell her, yeah, I'm going to go visit a mate, I'm going to go for lunch or whatever it is. But on a Sunday, like that's a sacrifice you have to make. Oh, and again, like I said, I didn't have, I wasn't in a fortunate position where, you know, my dad gave me 100 grand or 200 grand or whatever. You, you have to make a career out of yourself now. Wow. And so, um, so, subhanAllah, just touching base on that. You, you quickly recognize that self-improvement of yourself oh, was the key. 100%. Yeah. If this was going to make it work, I had to make this work. Reinvest in yourself. I had to go, I had to listen to, you know, videos and you know, YouTube was it back then, but it was CDs back then. Yeah, A guy right. named Tom Hopkins, <laughs> uh, an old guy <laughs> in, in America. They used to sell the CD packs yeah. for, you know, $300. So, you know, listen to him, motivate. It was Tony Robbins and yes. whatever it took, you know what I mean, and, and there was this book I read, you know, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That, that was an amazing book. Amazing book. Yeah. Um, so, again, at the end of the day, it was um, trying to, again, create a career for myself, but also provide a, uh, a roof over my family's head as well. And um, as I said, you know, it lasted at Barry Plan, I think, from 2009 to 2015. And by 2010, I was a number five in Barry Plan group. Wow, wow. Um, and that was that was a, a huge achievement for me, um, and um, and again, yeah, you you start to get some PAs, and but you then again you get to start now teaching these PAs, you know, you get to start you know, trying to show them the ropes and start to give them a bit of time and things like that. So it wasn't just all about you know me now. I've got to worry about someone else being a PA and trying to leverage off that. So and that's where I sort of you know started to. Give a bit, you know what I mean? And I had to give up my footy career as well. Not that I had much of a career, but <laughs> I had to give up my footy career because, again, every time I'd, I remember me, you know, and these, we come back, you know, and, and to sacrifice is that I used to be doing opens with 
I used to, I rolled my ankle once and I had a, my shoe couldn't fit. So I had a thong on. It was all my open. I had my, my leg behind my other leg. Wow. You know, trying to do an open in front of people. Say, hey guys, you know, name, number. Um, and so, you know, I couldn't, I rocked up with the black eye at an auction one day and, and due to, to, uh, due to footy, oh. but they're the sort of things you have to give up uh, for your career, you know what I mean, yeah. and, and make it. No, there was no sick leave there, no. Sacrifice, man. Like, there was no sick leave. You're on commission. That's what the people understand. It's a powerhouse to work on commission, isn't it? Yeah. Really? It's, um, it, it, it's your own business and all you have to do is leverage off that name. Your brand. Yeah, your brand. You know, so building your brand, it's, it's your own business at the end of the yeah. day. But on that, we, we, all, we all build the brand. We yeah, all have a brand. Every one of us has a brand. You know what I mean? And that's, what, that's that, that reputation, reputation precedes mm-hmm. you. We always say to our staff, reputation precedes you. You know, people will talk about you. People mm-hmm. will say, oh, Nazi's an honest bloke. You should go use him. All of a sudden, that, that in itself is yeah, a brand. That's being consistent you know. with your branding as well. Yeah, but also the, the, the connections that we build across the whole, mm. like, you know, you partner up with people, working with others. Yeah. Like, undoubtedly, you know, every one of us has had that sort of opportunity to go, there you go. Like, mm. it might, this is my brand. I represent this. You do you do as well. Yeah. Let's work together. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. You sort of match, you match yourself with other people mm. around you that support you, you know? Yeah, 100%. 100 of that. So, and, and again, like I said, and at that time, um, you know, from 2009 to 2015, I had some partners. So by 2010, I, I went to my boss at the time and I said, you know, I, I want in. He said, all right, cool, yep. And I was the number one sales guy. And so- um, At that time, how much were you bringing in? What would be a t- number one? Well, I was writing a million dollars roughly. Um, the whole business wrote 1.5 million, I wrote a million of it. Wow. Six salespeople. Wow. So I was, cre- I was pretty important, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> would, would that um, be like a very a big highlight moment for you? Where yeah, you felt it's a huge achievement. Yeah, I mean, it's been number five in the group. I mean, you know, we're talking four to 500 sales, you know, sales agents. Wow. And to be number five or recognizing the top five, it was a huge achievement for me. But again, it came with sacrifice. You know, there were times where I probably, I could have got divorced, you know what I mean? And, and trying to sell the story or trying to sell the picture to my wife that we're trying to do this for our future is huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's only, uh, she can only be so patient for so long. Yeah, man. So um, take us through that. Now you're earning a million dollars for this company. But writing, GCI, writing, 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 dollars, obviously yes. writing a million dollars, which obviously prompted you to go to these owners and say, hey, yeah, you know, what's going on? Boys, <laughs> I've, I've written, I've doubled whatever the whole six of the other guys have written. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I want hey. in. Five guys done fifty, and you've done a hundred. <laughs> so, um, so either pay me for for, for five, or, yeah, or, or I'm out. Or now, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, but really, I wasn't going anywhere. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> but I bluffed him. <laughs> oh no, he knows now. <laughs> so well. for me, it was just like, and but and then he goes, yeah, cool, I'll buy in. And then by two, tw- 2012, 2013, these guys took it back. You know, I was I was partners now. But these guys wanted to. What kind of percentage did they offer you? I was talking twenty five percent. Wow. And so, um, so, but at the time, I, I sort of said to him, "I go, look, yeah, we're all in it together." And but as soon as I got in, these guys you know, took a backward step, and um, they'd rock up Perfect. once a month. And I look back and I'm thinking, mate, I want to work as hard, but I want my partners to be working just as hard as well. I want to build an empire now. Hmm. And then, um, and there was times where I'd be home at 10, 11 o'clock at night. You know, I'll be working Saturday, Sunday, seven days a week. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I remember we used to have walks. So, it? yeah, you know what I mean? We, we used to, you, behind you. upfield. Yeah, we used to go for our morning walks. And so um, I sort of said to my wife, I said, no, I, I want to do something for myself. Like, I can't continue doing this, you know what I mean? Where I'm doing all the work and these two guys, my partners are riding off my coattail, you know what I mean? And I really want to make something. You know, I really don't want to. I, I didn't feel like it was fair. Yeah, the man. Mm. How long did it take you to get that sort of mindset? Oh look! When you get when you buy in into any business, as a young kid, you're like a gazelle, like a deer in headlights. You know, and all you want to do is just be an owner. You know what I mean? Uh, but then you start I think what, what should have happened was that if I had my time again, is that each partner should have set the expectations of each other. Yeah, clarity. What's yeah. your What's your expectation? What's your role? So at least then they're accountable to me, and I'm accountable to them. And I think that's something that I didn't do at all. Yeah. And I think I was getting frustrated each time they wouldn't rock up or each mm. time, you know, they'd leave by two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm there till at least 10 o'clock at night. So any advice for young kids that's going into partnership is set up the expectations. What's my role? Yeah. What's the expectation? What's your expectation? If you want to be my partner, what's your expectation? Yeah. What's your role? Yeah. You know, so 
what's uh, what, how do you keep your partner accountable? Yeah, our, our, our advice is uh, whenever you get into business is write your exit strategy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's more the, important. <laughs> that's the first thing. Only one thing, but exit. Uh, okay, how do yeah. I get out? Yeah. What percentage do you take? What do I take? What takes place? Do we sell the, the, the yeah, business? It's, it's, hard, it's, yeah. it's the most important thing before you even get Real estate's a bit easier where they've got formulas okay. on whatever the rent roll brings in and so forth as well, okay. and then the goodwill of 10%. So you had formulas in place, signed contracts and all that, but I think the biggest lesson I learned from there is know what expect. Each person has to be responsible, accountable to each other mm. as being partners. You, you get into bed with someone. So how, how old were you then? I would have been 32. And your partners? Were, were they, were uh, one was 45, 50, and the other guy was 30, roughly. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was a young so guy. So you had a bit of a d- dynamic yeah. of, of age. So, But as I said, the, the, the 45, 50-year-old just wasn't, he wasn't, wasn't there. Wasn't participating. Once a month. Um, so then I said to Nehede, yeah, my uh, my rock, my mentor, uh, I, I just sort of said to her, I said, look, you know, I really want to do something. I, I can't continue doing this because I'd come home complaining, negative, all that sort of stuff. So um, I said, look, I'm going to do something for myself. And she goes, oh, what do you want to do? I go, real estate, but I want to open up my own office. Wow. Now, can you just imagine, you know what I mean? I've got two kids, okay? So by that time I've had four kids, wow. okay? Four kids, but I have to reset again. Mm. So I've had to reset. take us through what kind of income were you to, to let go of that income oh, as well? That's a, 50, that's a- 50% of the million dollars roughly. Wow, so five hundred thousand walking away from five hundred thousand a year to earn to try to start up a new business. Wow, that's that's a big, 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 big call, huh? you know, big, Massive. big comfort. That's why people are comfortable. That comfortable, comfortable, but I just wasn't happy. You working hard for it? I was working hard for you. And you, you felt you felt, you felt hard done by. Yeah, and you, you said know, no, no, I'm pulling, not pulling right. my weight. So I said to myself, so how, how important is it to be happy? Oh, versus having half million dollars. Happy every day of the week. Couldn't, yeah, yeah. And people don't really understand that, yeah. you know. Your happiness like, is everything. Like, subhanAllah, I was mentoring a friend of mine, and he was telling me that over the six years, um, he spent over 600,000 on IVF. On IVF, IVF. yeah. And I, I immediately teared up and I said to him, Damn, I'm a millionaire. And because I calculated four boys times 600 is 2.2 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Flying at the stage. 2.4, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, and I'm like, wow. You know, look at the perspective. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? And I said to him as a, as a, as a joke, if, if you gave me a million dollars and I can guarantee you a child, would you? He said, yeah. So I said, I'm $4 million richer now. <laughs> but it's upon it's all perspective. And mashallah, he's very successful, this brother. Mm-hmm. But Allah hasn't, he hasn't given him a child. But it's just in perspective how important that happiness versus half a million dollars. Yeah. Is so, so happiness is, is kids don't understand it. This even time. your health, like I said, I used to come anxious and used to, you know, I used to be you know, moody. And so, you know, and unfortunately, as I said, my kids had to see that and my wife had yeah. to see that. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't fair on them. I like it, Leon. They put up with that. Yeah. There. So, yeah. you know, you're the breadwinner. You want, to, you want to make this work, but at the end of the day, you're coming home and, and really not giving the best part of you is, mm. is very hard. So, um, and, and it's a big decision, you know what I mean? Who who wants to go to one-tenth of whatever you're making? 50 grand, I had to, I had to, and, had and to you, reset And you've again. been a business owner before, so you know, yeah, I've been you know what to expect. But this, one, this time I'm on my own, you know <laughs> what I mean? And is it going to work, not going to work? And so uh, we did a stichot, me and the wife, and alhamdulillah, I said, we, um, 2016, um, now 2023, so we've just got seven-year anniversary. Seven years, Michelle. Um And it's been, alhamdulillah, amazing, you know what I mean? And... Uh, I remember that transition it's, it's, too. Um, yeah, you know, to getting um, you know, twenty, we've got now twenty percent market share in oh, Coburg, wow. Coburg North and Faulkner. To employing fifteen staff, um, open you know, new pro- office as well. Open new office as well, which is great. Um, and making my own decisions now as well, and you know, and really, really sort of the kick that I get out of it is getting the young youth now involved and and really believing in them to take. Uh, and then this is something that I guess I'll talk from you is, and this is where I envy or I looked up to both of you guys is that um, the time that you guys give to many of the Muslims out there is, is amazing. You know what I mean? And I'm I think that everyone knows time is money. And Amen. Amen. It's, um, yeah, and I really looked up to you too. And I, and I, I don't think I told you though, but you're always my mentor and always, you know, had any questions that I had, I wanted to come, I remember, come to you. I remember, and, and, I remember that, I remember that stage of when you were making that transition. Yeah. And I used to tell you, go for it. And you're like, you're looking at me like, are you sure? 
you know, I remember we used to have hour walks yeah. in Hong Kong, <laughs> exactly. remember? And I'm like, well, you, you got nothing to lose. Know. You got, yeah. yeah, so... But as I said, in my case, I did. Have, I had a lot to lose. Yeah. But the, the I didn't issue, know five hundred. Then <laughs> I probably would have advised you otherwise. But the issue is, is that do you make the step? Do I make the step? Is it going to work out? Not going to work out. But yeah. you didn't take Allah. And, and, and that's it. That call is so powerful. And so, um, and as I said, you know, the, and what I got out of you guys is, you, know, you give back. You know, and what I love doing now, I love doing more than ones with my staff, and you know, getting the young entrepreneurs now. You know, I've got some, a really young team at the moment yeah, now, sure and, and yeah. giving them. Yeah, you know, giving them a platform or building them a platform for them to now go to the next level is is what I I love. You know, mm. and um, giving time back, like giving now, th- that's what I love doing now. I just love giving my time yeah. to get to help anyone. You know, and and whether the, it's the West Coburg Footy Club, you know, coaching them for the last five years, you know, from having them from under eight to under fourteens, yeah. just giving back. You know, just trying to sort of teach them, and yeah. because you don't understand how important we are for. The young kids, yeah, you know, we're, we're role models, and um, however we can help them in, in any way, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it, you know what yeah. I mean. And so, so important, we're talking about how important it is to have role models, you know. Yeah, we grew up with not many Muslim role models, like you know, we didn't have people to look up to, and, mm-hmm. and it's such a powerhouse to have somebody, especially within the Muslim community, mm. within our sort of the Lebanese community, etc., that we can say, Oh, they've made it, and now you can say how much, you know, yeah. and it's amazing how many people. We as you know, so-called successful, yeah. as, you know, have inspired others. Hundred percent, and, like, and, and, diff- and people measure success differently. You know yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, for me, success for me is you know, obviously being closer to my faith, practicing every day. That's a success for me. You know what yeah, I mean? Um, it's very easy. Get, it's very easy. Marriage. Lost. Very yeah. easy. Happy marriage with me and my wife. Good kids. And my parents being happy with me. You know what I mean, yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's my success. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. if you work hard. The money's going to come anyway. But, but you know what about what I mean? the Lamborghini, the black one? <laughs> actually, I've got a story. That was an achievement. I actually got a story about that. <laughs> Anyone that knows Nazi, he's very driven like yourself. When he wants something, he'll 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 get it, inshallah. Because he's, he's both, you know, you've always, both of you, I've known we you like for a long cars. time. He's like cars. Except like cars. beating yeah. me in the race. Now, you, you, can see, you can see that from a young age. He's like nice things. I'm not that type of person. You know what kind of person. <laughs> Subhanallah, I was speaking to a friend of mine. He came up, oh, that Nazi, he thinks he's too good now. He's bought a Lambo. I guess, subhanAllah, you know, I said, Nazi is a very, very clever man. He goes, me, how? How? I said, subhanAllah, since he's bought this Lambo, I said, there's been enough people talking about him. I go, that marketing's worth millions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, but it was, wasn't it? You know it was what awesome. I mean? And I said, I, said, I said, everyone's on the top of tongue, Nazi, mm. you know, you know, real estate agents driving a Lambo. I said, that marketing's worth millions. <laughs> I said, I'm going to buy one. Good or bad, good or bad marketing. It's all <laughs> no, marketing. It's, it's all marketing. Like, no, 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 I set myself a goal there where, uh, you know, as soon as I um, – Paid off my house. I said that I really want to spoil myself and, and really. And then when I negotiated the deal with the owner, he said, "Yeah, he agreed." We all both agreed. Then I shit myself. And I said, "Shit!" Then I asked my wife, "Give me one second." I go, "Nada, what do you reckon?" She goes, "Do you want it?" And, you know, I go, "Of course I do." She goes, "Then what are you waiting for?" So as I said, you know, having having that partner is so so strong I mean. in, in making decisions. For the family, or you know, not so much for Lamborghini, but <laughs> uh, but I just, as I said, I bought it just to, as I said, it, it was a goal that I, I really ticked off. Dick. You know, and, um, yeah. it wasn't probably ideal because I had four kids. one at a time. Yeah. How, how, how long did that last? Uh, what's that? The, the car itself? Yeah. Uh, a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so. But it, can you take us through? Because some of these kids, you know, they 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 see these Lambos, they see these Bugattis, they see the the, the AMGs, and and they they, they assume. That you know, having this particular item is going to give them happiness mm-hmm. or give them contentment. Yep. You know, can you take us through that journey? It's, look, at the end of the day, you, you because you had that goal and yeah, you, I had you the goal, achieved it, it, and then and then you felt like, yeah. Look, again, it's I still want to have, have a Lamborghini. Don't don't get me wrong. I just like cars and all that, but it's not. It's look to get it. It's hard work. You know, it's it's not easy. You know what I mean? But I've got the mentality that I have to do what I have. to I have to do whatever it takes to get it done. That's yeah. it. That's my mentality. Like you guys, do you guys look at burgers and look at the burger and think, oh, wow, that's a nice burger? Mm. No. you got to get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time as well, the good thing about you guys is you're getting the youth, you're, 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 you're building them a platform yeah, for them to basically to grow. And, you know what I mean? And I think most of us these days is that we, we build a platform to help the young kids yeah, grow. But again, it's not, it's not, it's, it wasn't easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. wish... Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, working hard, 
sacrificing. You know what I mean, um, you know, self knowledge, like reading up on books, videos, yeah, yeah. investing in yourself, self improvement, self improvement. Yeah, -improvement. That's where we we always go back to that. And I'm like, Subhanallah, majority of people can look at yourself or look at me and and, and give me ten advice that I need to work on. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you're looking internally, very hard, yeah. very hard to say. Oh, you know, I really need to improve my English. My, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I, and I think to sort of cut you off there, but the. The thing that's really sort of helped me in my journey is being consistent and being, I guess, what would I say? But being consistent is probably the biggest thing, mm. is consistency. Yeah, 100%. There's no yeah. doubt about it. So being consistent at whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the same thing as like us doing this podcast, you know. We're going to be consistently releasing one every week. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the learning curve from when we first started. This is like, again, our 10th podcast now. And starting the first one, black and blue, like white and black, uncomparable. This podcast now, mm -hmm. the place, the sound, oh, my God, like we've you changed grow. so much. That's, that's what it's all and about. And that's the growth. And it's like, oh, my God, we need to learn more. Mm -hmm. And then we spent almost half a day working on sound you know, this, yeah. this week. And it's just – Just you, trying to perfect it. You're perfecting it. You're constantly growing. You're learning. Mm -hmm. you know, this is something new to us. We've yeah. never done podcasts before. And know? good feedback from family and, and friends. We had so like, many like feedbacks. Yourself, like yourself, like, you know, yeah. just before, you know. Yeah. Just constant feedback and the people that care for you and love for you, what they want care for you is just yeah. amazing. That, that improvement, that wanting to improve, that self-improvement, it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm. And it's, you, you can always step up and say, there's no, there's, we, we've never had that, you know, we're here. You know, that's it. You know, there's no, you know, I'm almost. You're trying to push boundaries. And I'm mm. still like, you know, new boundaries, you know what I mean? This you know, New challenges. New challenges, you know, more. You know, It's, it's not because we're greedy, it's mm. not what, but we can do so much more. We can be of benefit, inshallah, you know. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. And then you say that, you see the fruit of these amazing oh, brothers and sisters. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then that's a, you, we get the kick out of that. You know yeah, I mean, yeah. um, I've, got, I've got a young kid in my office at the moment now doing amazing things, just turned 24. Um, yeah, and again, you know, it's, it's our job to guide these kids, you know what I mean? Because, again, without, without having mentors and all that, we're, you know, we're, the, the kids are lost. So yeah, yeah. if we can help in any way, shape or form, it's just – and that's what we, we, we love getting a kick out of that. And that, I don't think they realise that as yeah, well. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, say that, no. um, but we come from a good place as well. Alhamdulillah. You know what I mean? Alhamdulillah. So, um, bless them. So Alhamdulillah. It's been, yeah, it's been amazing. Beautiful. So take us through some uh, some down moments where, where they've been life-changing, uh, where, uh, you know, we you look back, you say, that's the best thing that's happened, but at that time was the worst. Oh, okay, Can you take um, us through any uh, situation? In, in what way? Anyway. Anyway, like we all, we all look back. Like for example, there's there's situations, business, in situations when you're in the in the heart of it and the cracks of it, you're sinking. And then then afterwards, you know, five years down the track, you look back and say, "Oh, that was so good." That was yeah. Look, I guess at the end of the day, like I said, um, opened up a business from scratch. You know what I mean? Um, is it going to work? Not going to work? And um, at the end of the day, it's it's hard. Yeah, you're you're in a dark place. You know what I mean? You got to come up with these commitments every single. Every single, um, every single month, every single week, and whether they're financial commitments or whatever. So, um, but you pull through. As I said, you know, it, it's it's hard work. Do you get to that chance where, like, you almost wanted to give up? Was there that time we said, you know what? I don't know. If yeah, I can you get always out doubt yourself. You know, you always got that this. second person in your head who's saying, "Ah, uh, you know." And you got the naysayers as well. You know what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> you got the, the the public noise as well, and you know. So, and you you doubt yourself and. And when you start doubting yourself, you start to believe it as well. So you almost have to learn to block all that out and really yeah. sort of focus. Just stay focused, you know what I mean? And don't compare your page, you know, your chapter one to chapter 10. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, where a lot of the kids that. get, a lot of the kids get a bit confused where they want to be on chapter 10, but they don't see the blood, sweat and tears of Bergies, you know, 13 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so um, it's, a, it's a instant gratification. Yes, and I think yes, where a lot is, of the yeah. kids... You, yeah, they're, they're misinterpreted that it's hard work. Like I've been in real estate for sixteen years. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? And still grinding. And still and still grinding. Yeah. Still grinding. Yeah. I drove past last Friday. I drove past on Friday. I was driving to the city, and it was I think about eight o'clock at night, eight thirty, and you know I pulled up and I parked in front of you, and I saw you, I saw you, and I go, "Is he in there?" I thought I'd pull over and go in <laughs> because we we're going to do the podcast, and I looked and you was you were in the front boardroom. With another guy, I go, finally, he's busy. So I just, yeah. I did a U-turn and kept on driving. Oh, and I thought, low Akbar, look at him. You know, mashallah, bro, you know, you don't understand. You're there till eight, nine o'clock, yeah. you know, on a Friday night. You know? And that's where people go. As I said, I'm, I'm not so much now, but as I said, in early days, it's, it's, you have to set yourself up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think there's a window of opportunity between 
um, you know, 20 to 30, you, you got to try everything. Between mm-hmm. 30 and 40, you, you've you got to have your career down you've pat. You've got to start mastering. You've got to have, you know, have your career down pat um, and then really sort of focus on that. And then by 40, you know, by well, let's hit 40 to 50, hopefully you've got a few investments that sort of start really sort of helping you, you know, towards retirement. Mm. And then by 50, you're retired. Mm. And so that's the sort of, that's what, you know, always sort of had in mind and, Alhamdulillah, yeah. I said it. So, oh, beautiful, beautiful story, beautiful mm. journey. Who would think that, you know, when we were young, uh, you know, standing yeah. on that Sydney road thinking there's going to be a day we're going to be sitting doing, uh, a, podcast. doing a podcast together, <laughs> chatting about our story and, you know, and subhanAllah, inshallah, try to motivate our brothers and sisters within the community. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even fathom that. No, no you? way. So, uh, and as I said, it's just, um, I so was a colourful kid, you know what I mean, and oh, where we are 100%. today. And I said to my wife, you know, it only took me 43 years, but alhamdulillah we got there, you know what I mean. <laughs> better late right. than never. So any, it's the heart, man. Any chance you might get back into politics? <laughs> no way. <laughs> we, need, we need some Muslim politicians, <laughs> brother. We need we'll some support you. Brothers. Wallah, yeah. we'll give out the pamphlets again. Not for me. Probably ask Khalid Abush. <laughs> not me. There's definitely no. no, 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 no definitely, yeah. If I said real estate through and I can through see you being the mayor of Moreland. No. Come on, bro. Sorry, you've got the billboard. You've got the billboard, bro. Come on. Mary Beck. Sorry. Come on, bro. You've got the billboard, man. No, no, no. We can just say. The billboard's going to get changed. <laughs> it's part of the team now. So change it to a team photo. Uh, I love it. Uh, love mashallah. We are so proud of you, brother. Thank you. We speak extremely highly of you. And again, you know, mashallah, it's good to see our brothers succeeding and achieving and yeah, Mashallah, sure. you've always had an amazing heart since you were a young no, chap. You know, like you, really even though you're rough around the edges at the start, but yeah. I think you've been you've been polished really well. And yeah. Mashallah, you're shining like a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thank Love you very much. Well, as I said, it's just more uh, surround yourself with good people. You know what I mean, yeah, and, and I said, yeah, you two guys have yeah. been amazing on my journey. Anyway, it's um, better if you get them. Yeah, and um, oh, you just you know, try to get a mentor, you know, stick to it. Yeah. Um, keep pushing. And cheap, yeah, keep pushing. You know what I mean? So Allah. it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But if you want it that bad, you, you go out there and get it. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Especially in this country. God, yeah. What's the worst God. case scenario? Yeah, you fail and you start again. You're on Centrelink? Yeah. yeah. Commission yeah. House? <laughs> <laughs> Medicare <laughs> card? <laughs> and some tokens. Session card. <laughs> so how bad I'm, can I honestly be? Can't be. Can't get bad. Alhamdulillah. Thank, thank you. Thank you very, very much. much. And also thank you for all your sponsorship as well with yeah. no, Networks no, Australia. You. And you I think I've always, always been a staunch uh, arm twist uh, yeah, supporter. Don't worry, we'll, we'll hit him up a bit harder this time. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Now that you sold the lamb. Thank you. 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 Thank you.